Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Today I am very delighted to welcome Abhineet Tyagi who is human resource business partner at Amazon. Welcome to the podcast Abhineet. Thank you for coming and joining us today. How are you? Hi Riddhi. Uh thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm doing well and uh, I hope you're doing well too. great uh vineet and it's honor to have you here i'm also great so before we dive into our discussion let's get to know our guest a little better abhineet could you tell our listeners a bit about yourself and your career journey till now sure uh, glad glad to be here and uh, about me my career journey spans 5 years across fmcg e mobile gaming and now with uh, amazon so big tech in these 5 years i have been fortunate to do a variety of roles starting with business partnership for sales teams for operations team learning and development specialist and also bit of organization development and planning so this has been my career journey so far definitely as you mentioned about the different uh, paths i must say like you have you know plethora of everything and definitely our listener will get a lot of content from our conversation today so certainly so. inspiring yeah so now we delve into the world of hr projects of course you are human resource business partner we must have done a numerous number of projects in hr or maybe in other field as well so you know i'm uh, eager to know your insights like when embarking on a new hr project what foundational steps do you consider crucial to ensure a seamless and successful launch right thanks radhi for the question i think behind any successful launch and implementation is a lot of background work uh, background work to understand the problem statement to understand the needs of the stakeholders both who are working to launch the program and who will be finally impacted with the program and its outcome so it's important to understand what does success means for for these stakeholders across the leadership who is sponsoring these programs across the uh, middle managerial layer or managerial layers who going to be the main participants in getting it implemented and of course the final employee or the uh, individual contributor who it will uh, enhance skill increase engagement or you know provide a benefit so it's important to look at all of these problem statements for a smooth and successful launch i think delving into the why or you using maybe a five why kind of a technique so that you can get to a root cause analysis of the cause and effect of what you're trying to do and what it would eventually add up to becomes very important so i think that's very important another thing that i might add is understanding what your stakeholders want and it adds up to what i was earlier saying what are the success metrics for different set of stakeholders who are yeah. partnering with you on the program especially with business teams sometimes in human resources we get excited with the proposition of of a particular tool or a particular program and we go ahead and launch it but it's important to understand what the business requirement is and yeah. then look at streamlining it with with what the hr team wants to deliver and also what the business teams want for their employees as well yeah definitely uh, very well said abhinit uh, of course the most important thing is 
to know what business needs because you know once you will understand the basics what uh, the requirement of the stakeholders uh, you will you know achieve it uh, you can achieve the goal so yeah so you know now uh, let's shift gears to discussion a bit and a major shift that is happening in the hiring space so you know with the growing emphasis on skills of course we know like nowadays qualifications is important but on the top of that we, the most important thing every uh, hiring or every hr manager is focusing on skills so i wanted to ask you like how can hr department spearhead the transition from qualification based hiring to focus on skills and like what challenges do you face or you think can be the challenges might occur along the way got it i think that's a very interesting question with the and again it goes up to our first question on launching a smooth successful launch of any hr project and uh, this is a yeah. this is really a hot topic we have seen discussion items from world economics forum harvard business school and you know various other prestigious uh, you know publications talk about this yeah. but i think the fundamental key to understand why the hr teams need to shift or or there is a need to shift from a qualification based hiring to focusing on skills is to understand the why again so okay. if you look at some of the research that has gone into uh, into these kind of uh, problem statements it clearly says that in the last 20 30 years what happened was we used to learn or we used to get qualifications in the first third of our lifetime yeah. uh, and then basis those qualifications and learning our work life for the next two third or or the quarter of life whatever is left used to be decided so whatever you learned in your initial stages up to say college post graduate etc shaped what you could do in the future yeah however the speed of uh, advancement innovation tech is so fast that if you don't keep on learning day in day out you will become obsolete very very soon i mean the recent advancement in ai ml technologies are clear examples of that so yes. it becomes very important that we not only focus on the qualifications but also on skills yeah. okay so so that's the why why do hr departments need to shift from qualification based hiring to focusing on skills yeah another point is sometimes focusing on just qualification alienates a talent pool okay yeah. you have people with different skill set you have people who have real life experience of problem solving in a different space and those talent pools were not being considered earlier okay it could be silver economy where uh, people are retiring from prestigious organizations or taking early re- retirement from armed forces certain diversity groups which could have been excluded due to not having a particular qualifications all those are getting mainstream because the conversation around diversity and inclusion has taken uh, you know uh, leaps and bounds in the last few years and yeah. hence this focusing on skill provides them an avenue and provides the uh, hr teams an avenue to get them into the mainstream ta- talent pool and hence increasing the talent pool as well so yes. that's the why now the how is the tricky part correct the the details of any program any successful program or any tra- successful transitions lie into how we execute them so a couple of things i think which some of the leading organizations have already been trying to do to make sure that they are able to transition from qualification to skill is to look at on the job learning now on the job learning has been around for the longest period of time what has changed is how do we learn on the job okay yeah. your micro learning courses your skill based learnings 
are in are, are put in place so that on the job learning improves apprentice programs is another great example which is being leveraged by several organizations uh, you know where they partner with people who have who who are able to give them time and and they in turn they are able to work at these companies and get an experience and then basis their skills they are able to uh, either get a full time opportunity or you know do gig work yeah uh, and as i said gig work is another great opportunity which is helping transition helping make transition from your qualification based work to a skill based work because yeah. organizations now know that they have a ready pool of talent who could be leveraged for certain parts of the organization charter or or delivering on certain key projects so these are the house of how an hr department can initiate the shift yeah. uh, the challenges remain of course uh, transferring from a legacy based uh, mode of thinking to a skill based mode of thinking requires a lot of stuff starting with leadership buy in the leadership should definitely see value in doing so then that's when the tra- transition would gain traction it's yeah. it's already ongoing especially with the big tech teams that we work in but with the more advancement of ai ml i think people will start uh, learning more about how it can add value to them and in terms it would go down and trickle to the organization as well yeah. another key thing is uh, looking at some of the regulatory framework which could talk about uh, skills for hire or gig economy there have been certain efforts made uh, maybe not at the highest you know skills skill based platform for the gig economy but i think this is one area where governments and uh, regulatory bodies could help frame some of these laws so that from a gig economy framework the economy of skill can take further shape and of course uh, for us in hr departments the biggest challenge is making sure that you know we are able to provide them the right employee value proposition uh, to grow and stay with the organization as well so yeah. i think these three challenges play a crucial role uh, in ensuring that the movement from so yeah i, I think these three uh, you know challenges need to be overcome so that the hr departments can initiate some Uh, initiate the movement from qualification based hiring to skill based hiring definitely i must say your insights you know highlight the transformative journey that hr department are embarking upon and even i loved your analogy that you have explained the questions with why what and how thing so that's something really great so moving forward let's explore the realm of data driven decision making in hr so uh, in today's data driven age uh, how can i just wanted to ask you like how can hr professionals leverage analytics to formulate strategies uh, you know uh, that will align with both employee needs and overarching business objectives because i, I think it's a myth that uh, in hr department uh, we don't need data or uh, data driven decision but of course it is it is must and it is required in every domain so like can you explain it oh absolutely i think uh, it's a, it's a myth busted some time ago that hr teams uh, don't rely on data hr teams have the repository for the most important databases uh, and i think the teams that i work uh, in in amazon the hr yeah. team in amazon uh, and in my previous organizations as well we look at a lot of data to come to a to align to an objective it could be a business objective it could be an employee centric tool it could be a benefit that we want to launch data plays 
the key role. So HR professionals need to be on top of their data so that they are able to solve business objectives. I think some of the strategies, you know, uh, that we implement or, or put in place to harness these analytics data is, again, starting with why. So once yeah. we get a problem statement or once business proposes that they want to solve for one uh, yeah. particular issue that is facing their teams, we work backwards from there. First thing that any HR professional should do and all, most of us do do is go back and do a root cause analysis if this is really the problem. Okay. For example, if your business stakeholders feel, and most of these are uh, you know, instances where they have seen something happen over the years and hence their gut is telling them that something is wrong. And, and they say that, look, I am losing people due to people moving out due to higher education or people moving out due to any personal reason. Then it becomes our prerogative as custodians of those data points to do a deep dive and to gather not only data, but also anecdotal feedback on why that is happening and if that is happening most importantly once we do a deep dive on these data points we would be either to a confirm the null hypothesis that the leader has put in that uh, that your assumption or your uh, you know gut feel was right based on the data and anecdotes and hence we would be putting forward a plan now that's one way that hr teams definitely should use data it could be performance data it could be data relating to certain behavioral deviations it could be anecdotal feedback that's yeah. one thing that uh, hr professionals should do Another thing is utilizing the data to make decisions. Now you've got the problem statement. What do you need to do to ensure that you come up to a solution stage? Here is where the HR teams can leverage a lot of data that employees share. And, and uh, of course, all of this is done at an overall level so that you know only broad cluster-based data points are revealed or, or spoken about. No specific data is revealed in any of these discussions. And you look at those cohorts where you can actually make a difference. And post that, you come to a solutioning state. So you go to your teams with data, say that this is a null hypothesis, which has been proven correct or proven wrong. Then yeah. you do a, then you present the root cause analysis. These were the reasons why the null hypothesis stood or didn't stood. And then you provide them the solutions. And I think in this way, uh, HR professionals can aid a lot of uh, business objectives, which of course align with the employee needs because a lot of employee tools uh, that HR teams implement provide a lot of feedback, what is working, what is not working, what can be done better. And hence, you know, it's a two-way street where both employees and businesses objectives can be met uh, once we harness the power of analytics at our disposal. So definitely uh, your explanation, you know, of the symbiotic relationship between data and HR strategy is truly enlightening. So of course, we have discussed about the skills, about data-driven strategy, and we know that nowadays, the transformation is happening and the rapid digital transformation is happening. So, you know, we are towards the end of our conversation. So I just wanted to ask you, like in the face of rapid digital transformation, of course, everyone knows like maintaining learning agility is crucial. So uh, what what will be your recommendation for our listeners to foster or sustain their learning agility in amidst this dynamic landscape what will be your advice i think great question again riddhi i think this is something that i am deciphering yeah. from myself as well as we go along uh, uh, in my career journey as well uh, yeah. but what i can share basis my personal experiences maintaining learning agility is, is no i mean uh, zero points for guessing it's it's required to not only 
sustain but also grow and develop and as we said since we are moving to a skill based uh, or a skill based uh, development focused within the organizations you cannot stop learning at any point so i think that understanding that i need to learn day in day out is very important there are time periods where you feel that okay you know enough speak to people yeah. uh, speak to people who have been through that journey so that you can understand that it's never enough they are still learning and growing so firstly is identify a mentor or a leader who you can speak to uh, because everyone feels that i have learned enough in this particular role or i have mastered this role uh, that's never going to happen uh, in amazon we call it day to culture when someone says that we have done enough so we are always in a day to culture and i think that's one learning agility tip that i want to uh, i i keep with myself and i want to share with uh, people out there listening second yes. thing is understanding why do you want to learn okay yeah. uh, now there are different aspects to this uh, do you want to learn for your personal growth do you want to learn for your growth in your career or is it something that you just enjoy uh, say deep diving into a particular topic or a particular aspect that okay. will give you a clarity and that will give you a north star towards to learn towards rather okay so you would not be just learning for the sake of learning you would have a clear outcome and a goal uh, that can help you solidify that learning use that learning so that it becomes part and parcel of what you bring to work uh, or you what you bring to your role day in day out and of course third thing is be on the lookout stay curious yep. you know as um, steve jobs said so that you can learn from what your peers are doing as well because a lot of time we look up we look down but we don't look sideways in our roles and that's very important to to see what your peers are doing and what your colleagues are doing as well yeah i think uh, very well said abhinith because of course you know as we build the habits that help us figure things out as we go definitely you know we will improve how we navigate new and difficult situation and increase our contribution to our organization so definitely that makes a lot of sense so yeah, yeah. i'm i'm sure uh, there's a lot of take away from the content you have shared today abhinith so thank you for sharing this so this brings us to the end of our conversation uh, but before we leave can you tell our listeners where they can reach out to you right so i mean you can your listeners can reach out to me on linkedin my profile is there um, and of course uh, they can reach out to me on i'm not active on twitter but uh, i think linkedin should be a good forum for people to reach out to me and i'm looking forward to connecting with like minded folks and understand their views on how you know the skill based focus on career development career enhancement is taken and of course the other topics that we are taking talked about in this conversation and before we conclude uh, let me thank you ridhi and the team at springworks for the in- in- invitation i think it was a great interaction i i loved speaking to you and uh, hopefully you know some of the things that we spoke about could help your listeners in their journey as well likewise abhinit it's an honor to have you here so thank you for joining us today it was really lovely hosting you today thank, thank you ridhi that was all mine